Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Monday. Monday. Yeah. How was your weekend, Casey? It was absolutely exhausting. Yeah. It was like in the best way, though. Saw probably every person I've ever known. Did a lot of things. Did not sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. You had your housewarming party over the weekend? Oh, my gosh. We had a huge party. I don't even know how many people were there at one point. So. We stopped by. It was was pretty. It was cranking. And it was gloomy outside. Yeah, the weather wasn't so awesome. So it was very. Like, at one point, it started raining, and everyone rushed inside. And I was like. It's not that big a house, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But it was it was a ton of fun. People were there really late, so I got to know about your Taylor Swift experience as well. Yes, because all I saw on TikTok all weekend was theaters of girls jumping and screaming, sta- screaming and screaming all the words, all the songs at the Eras tour, like movie thing. Well, I have to give a ton of shout. So I went to the Streets of St. Charles Theater and I think what they did was they shut down every other movie so that they could take the Eras Tour girls and guys and spread them out amongst theaters. Ah. So we had plenty of seats in between us and everyone in my theater reclined and sat back. That's great. Love it. Gingerbread Man was there, slept the whole time. Man, I saw like dancing girls and singing girls and I was like, Casey is not going to have a lot of fun at this. Be down with that? Yeah. No. Yeah. It, was, it was very nice. Well, I'm, I'm glad that that all worked out for you. Thank you. Uh, and thank you for getting the tickets because we fought and elbowed and scratched our yeah. way through the internet that day. And who knew that it was going to be on for way longer than just one day? Gosh, I know. If we had only known then what we know now, uh, we've got Dustin Lynch tickets at 8 o'clock with the Big Three, and we're going to play a fun game for John Party tickets at 7.30 this morning, so be here for that. Just want to say good morning. Thank you for hanging out with us. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Hardy makes a victorious return back to the stage. If you forgot what he has been going through over the last few weeks, he had canceled, I don't even know how many shows, at least a couple weekends worth of concerts because he had really been struggling with a lot of anxiety and depression and was very open about saying that, like, hey, I'm really struggling. I actually ended up in the hospital over this, so I'm going to take a few weeks off. And then over the weekend, he played in Arkansas. And I also think it's important to note that a lot of this anxiety and depression came from um, the bus, the tour bus accident that happened about a year ago. Yeah. Where his bus, I'm pretty sure it flipped. And... um As he's on stage in Arkansas for his first show back, he said, he gave a little spiel about it all and said, I want you guys to know that I'm okay and I'm going to be okay. And I've been experiencing a lot of anxiety off the stage. And I'm not going to lie. I was really nervous as I was walking up here and it might hit me sometime later in the show before it's over. But as soon as I got on stage, something in my brain said, this is what I meant to do. And I meant to be here tonight and to put on a show. And the crowd went wild. Man, that's got to be so tough. Because you can't you can't really escape that lifestyle unless you do cancel shows, and cancel shows mean you don't make money. And especially when you're signed to a label of some sort, yeah. You and most artists are if they're playing venues of this size. That label is like, hey man, we want you to be okay, but also there's a job to be done. And they are kind of, I, I want to say, like, the industry is kind of pushing you a little bit to keep moving and keep going and keep touring every single weekend of every single month of every single year. Yeah. And there's that, there's that whole, like, rat race thing, too, where you got to keep up because, you right. know, if you're not always out there on the road or if you're not making new music, then people forget 
you know, what you do and who you are and all that stuff. But I don't think that's that'll ever be the case with Hardy. And he did make a point when he was talking on stage. He was like, you know, a lot of people don't believe in anxiety or depression or a lot of people think it's an excuse for things. And he said, you know, it's real. You can see in me that it's real and that I've been struggling with it. So I'll post that video to our Facebook page. Um, also, I have to say, it surprises me that all of this has really surfaced a year after that bus accident. Because if that was me, oh girl, to be getting on planes and trains and buses and to be touring the country nonstop like they do, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Yeah. I don't know if I could make it a year before having a meltdown and saying, hey, I need a break. You have to boat everywhere, you know? To boat? Yeah. You know? Just find a river. Or a... I think I might be okay with a boat. <laughs> Here comes Casey on the Mississippi. El Capitan. There she is. <laughs> it's officially spooky season. 31 mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey. Powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. It is a Monster Monday where we explore all of the different monsters that Missouri offers. And apparently no, there are some. Not talking about your mother-in-law. Today we're talking about the Ozark Howler also called the Devil Cat or Black Howler. It's been spotted roaming around the Ozarks in southern Missouri and northern Arkansas. It's shrouded in mystery as many eyewitness accounts disagree about its appearance. It's been described as a big cat with glowing eyes, but other accounts detail a dark creature the size of a bear with a thick body, stocky legs, shaggy hair, and horns. The Howl has been described as a combination of a wolf and an elk. Someone captured it. So I've never heard an elk. It sounds like a more high, like a higher pitch of that. I feel like that sounds like a coyote. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could be the actual. Ozark Howler could just be a man. I was going to say, studio. I think that's a man. This part. Standing on a dock somewhere causing a scene. <laughs> so descriptions resemble an old Scottish legend of the uh, mythological wolfhound that takes human souls in the afterlife. A wolfhound. Uh, reports of the Ozark Howler have been recorded since the 1950s, but more recent sightings have surfaced between 2005 and 2010. There are a bunch of skeptics out there that say this might be something else. If you look at the timeline from when this cryptid, this this howler popped up, it's right when the red wolf was starting to plummet in its numbers. Mm. And as soon as wolves plummet, they call to each other, right? They howl. Ah, that makes sense. So it's like, oh, we're hearing this thing and the spooky thing that we've seen running around the woods. And it's like, well, yeah, it's wolves trying to find each other. That dude's name is Aww. Forrest Galante. And apparently he's like a, he's like a nature dude. And kind of goes around and debunks all of these myths. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And it happened to also overlap with when moonshining was like a big deal. So they perpetuated the rumor of the howler to keep people out of the woods. Right. So it like checked yeah. all these boxes to like make up this animal. Wow. So there you go. Is this, will this always be just a mythical creature to scare people away from, you know, the moonshiners? little huts so they make the moonshine in. The Ozark Howler must have been a thing since, are they talking since Prohibition? Yeah, like, well, no. Well, 19, this says 1950s. Okay. And that happened way before that. Interesting. Just curious. Yeah. Well. Everybody's thinking it's a cat, but it appears to be just a red wolf. 
A red wolf. Yeah. Interesting. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Saved by Benny Ted. And the Blues win their home opener in a shootout. Blues beat the Kraken in their first home game of the season. Let's go. Kraken. Love to hear that uh, that foghorn. Tyler Tucker had the only goal in regulation play. Looks like it'll be a fun season, especially if they end every single game with a shootout. So far, they're two for two. Uh, the Blues will take on the Coyotes on Thursday at Enterprise Center. Puck drop at seven. Mizzou had a big win over Kentucky on Saturday, 38 to 20. They're now ranked 20th in the nation, which is a big deal for Mizzou. They've got South Carolina on Saturday, kickoff at 2.30. You probably missed all college football on Saturday, right, Casey? I was not paying attention. Uh, you got a, you had a little party. Yeah, we had things going on. We had the games on, and yeah. um, don't ask me about it because I don't know what happened. See, that's the thing is, like, whenever you throw a party, I feel like it's it, it's all just a blur because you you feel like you got to talk to everybody, you got to go around. Yeah, it was it was it, like it went by so fast, and yeah. there was probably eighty different people at my house. It was yeah. crazy. Well, it turns out uh, Travis Kelsey decided to crash his brother's game. After all, he showed up late and he showed up by himself. No Taylor Swift hanging on the arm. The Chiefs. Which is good because honestly, the Eagles fans, with how loud and rowdy and like mad for no reason they are all yeah. the time, if yeah. she was there, I think she probably knows like mm, they don't want to see me. He showed up in the second quarter of the game and he was rocking a green tracksuit and some shades. And I honestly thought he was wearing Eagles gear. And I get it if it's for your brother or whatever, right. but can you do that in the NFL? I think only in that situation would it would it fly. There were no eagles on his tracks. He just happened to be the same colors. Mm, yes. I'm guessing that's probably because he wanted to blend in a little bit more. Uh, he couldn't pass up the opportunity to see his brother play. Uh, J- Jason Kelsey set the record for player with the most starts in the his- in history for the Eagles. So it's kind of a big deal. And uh, his brother was there at the game. Obviously, the Chiefs played on Thursday. So he had Sunday off. City SC has their last game of a regular season play uh, coming up on Saturday. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Listen up. If you're not on board, get on board because we are having a blast with these two. Who cares? A certain celebrity couple surprised everyone with an unexpected appearance on Saturday Night Live. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift were not announced as part of SNL's celebrity appearances, but they took everyone by surprise whenever they individually showed up on screen. Who cares? (laughs) Said all the Facebook pagers. We need a button with that. Who cares? Who cares? It's so funny to me. That's true. Okay. Travis showed up first after the cast did a sketch portraying like the Fox NFL Sunday panel dressed up as all the guys you see every single week and they're all talking about Taylor and Taylor and Taylor being at the games. Where's she at? Is she coming? Where's she sitting? Who's in the box with her? It was a great bit. It was a really great bit. (laughs) And Travis popped in afterwards, which I think everyone was surprised about. But then later on in the show, boom, Taylor Swift is there. Yeah. For two seconds, she comes on screen and she's like, and now for the musical performance featuring my friend Ice Spice. She introduced her and that was it. Yeah, they were both. I mean, I think they had a combined 
five seconds on, on Saturday Night Live. Both of them together. It makes me think that because they were both in New York, they just got a call from the right person that said, hey, you want to do something crazy? Yeah. Why don't you stop by for literally five seconds and then come to the after party? Yeah. And the after party is where like the paparazzi pictures and everything really started happening because they pull up and Travis is so gentleman-like getting out, opening the door of the like huge black SUV to let Taylor out. He's holding her hand. They are intertwined. Hands. Hands. He's holding her waist, getting her inside, and they both have the looks on their faces of, you know that when they were in the car, they were like, mm, let's give them something to talk about tonight. Yeah. Gosh, that, that's got to be so fun. I know. Or the most annoying thing ever. Both. You kind of got to know what you're getting yourself into, though. Yeah. And even without Taylor Swift, I feel like Travis Kelsey was probably going to have this kind of a year anyway, where everybody's just paying attention to him as him and his brother. The documentary came out. Yeah. Their podcast is amazing. Uh-huh. You know, all of these things are happening. So combining these two people together, this is just bound to happen. The perfect storm. And who cares? You know? And who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Turns out they were actually at the SNL after party until 4 a.m., I don't know the last time I partied until 4 a.m. Doesn't affect me. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounds like they had a great time. Everybody said that there were lots of, there were kissing and dancing. Oh, kissing. And And I'm like, I love this. Who cares? Who cares? I kind of care. I think it's really fun. (laughs) Good for them, you know? This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, when's the last time that you went on a walk and left your phone at home? No no earbuds, no music, no nothing, just straight up walking. Yesterday. You left your phone at home? I do this, well, I walk the dog a lot, so it just kind of happens gotcha. sometimes. Do you know that you were taking part in a new Gen Z trend called silent walking? No, me and my dogs call it our little hot girl walk. Okay. I know that's another Gen Z trend, but no, tell me about silent walking. <laughs> It's going for a it walk. It sounds like tiptoeing. It's going for a walk and leaving your phone at home. That's it. Just walking without the distraction of a smartphone in your pocket and without listening to music. I think that's a big one. That's hard for me to do. Yeah. Go on a run or a walk and not listen to music or something. I'm usually not like texting or emailing or anything like that whenever I'm working out. But it's always hard not to listen to something that's going to get you pumped up. To have something going on, some sort of sim- brain simulation. But Gen Z is is taking it basically like they invented this. But I feel like Einstein did this all the time. You know, walked around. I think so. Nothing. To stand by the Gen Zers for this one, I do think that being raised in a digital age, like their brains are constantly looking for something to like, Yeah. like walking in silence is probably weird for them because they constantly have a screen or sounds pumping into their system. Mm-hmm. Boomers are all like, yeah, we, we, we invented this. This is what we did. There's well, no... I think it might've been before the boomers. <laughs> Even before boomers. Yeah. The uh, Neanderthals were like, we've been walking around. For a long time. It's going to scratch some things on a wall. Silently. Call it art, you know. Uh, The benefits to silent walking include heightened senses, including hearing and smelling, mental boosts from clearer thinking, and in some areas, it's also safer as you're more aware of your surroundings. Yeah, that's true. That It depends on what time of the day that I will or won't have headphones in when I'm walking. But um, yeah, if you're somebody who also like walks all the time with headphones in, maybe follow the Gen Zers here. Yeah. 
My favorite thing is that this is a story. That's what I was going to say is who put this on a news site? It's uh, Who wrote a whole article about this? I think at the very end of the day, it is You should a, be happy they're getting out there and walking around, all right? That's true. But it's also- Don't make fun of them. It's also one of those things to remind you to unplug every once in a while. Yes. Just go take a forest bath, you know? Oh, yeah. That's what we call it. Crevecore Lake and go on that like back trail there in the forest. Get Boom. some- Get some crunching leaves under your feet. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I posted the story up on the Facebook page. You can check it out now. 92.3 W.I.L. The 31 Mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey. Powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. All this week, we have John party tickets. And we're hosting a Halloween party. And if you can tell us what costume John party is wearing to our Halloween party... Then you'll win tickets to his party on Saturday oh at Chaffetz Arena. I'll give you some clues. You tell me who John Party is dressed as. Okay. Easy enough? Yeah. And I think today's difficulty level is very low. I think it's an easy one. All right. So if you think you know it, let us know. This is always a popular costume, but I'm looking for someone specific of the green variety. She's often misunderstood. Just trying to get some revenge for that whole dropping a house on her sister thing. It was almost too obvious when John opened the door and shouted, I'll get you, my Bridgie. And your little dog, too. Who's John Party dressed as? It could probably pull it off. 314-954-9230. Let us know. John could pull this look off? Oh, my gosh. This is perfect for John Party. Oh, my gosh. John Party's coming to our Halloween party, and uh, we want you to identify what he is going to come as. This is always a popular costume, but we're looking for someone specific of the green variety. She's often misunderstood, just trying to get some revenge for that whole dropping a house on her sister thing. It was almost too obvious when John opened the door and shouted, I'll get you. My pretty and your little dog too. Who is it? The Wicked Witch of the West. Yes. yes. <laughs> Obvious. What was your name? Judy. Judy. Congratulations! You're going Judy to see John Garland. Party this weekend. Awesome! I'm excited. <laughs> Remy and Casey. Dustin Lynch tickets up for grabs this week with the big three. Emily and St. Charles going to be playing alongside Casey this morning. We're going to go ahead and spin that wheel. Today we're playing a game called Back in My Day. Mm. So I'm going to play you some clips here. You're going to tell me what they're all about. It should just be called Back in Remy's Day. Maybe. Well, it is back in your day. That's true. That's true. Because your days don't go. They don't go. They back don't go that as far. far. <laughs> you can go to Emily for one of these if you've got a question on it, and then she's going to guess how many she thinks you got right at the end. Are you ready, Casey? I'm ready. In 1993, Kevin McAllister used a device to trick all the adults around him. He'd record his voice and slow it down, and it became the hottest toy that year. Howdy do. This is Peter McAllister, the father. Plaza Hotel Reservations, may I help you? Howdy do. This is Peter McAllister, the father. What toy am I talking about? I have no idea. Emily, do you know what this was? Yeah, it it was the talk boy. A talk boy. 
Final answer? I believe, yes. I'm going with Emily because I don't know that I've seen that. Going with the final answer as Talk Boy. All right, here we go with number two. Name this movie from 1993. This isn't a game, Pop. If you're coming, you're going to have to keep up. All right, hey, don't worry about me. I got the stuff. It's you I'm worried about. <sighs> you to play it one more time? Sure. You of all. This isn't a game, Pop. No, if you're coming, you're going to have to keep up. All right, hey, don't worry about me. I got the stuff. It's you I'm worried about. 1993? Yeah. Pup. Pup. I'm stuck between um, both movies I have not seen since I was about five years old. I'm stuck between Homeward Bound and The Fox and the Hound. I'm going Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Final answer? Yeah. All right. Number three. This movie ruled the box office in 1993. It was the biggest blockbuster of the year and would eventually be one of the biggest of all time. Hold on to your butts. That's all you get. What? No, I need you to read your description again. The movie, This movie ruled the box office in 1993. It was the biggest blockbuster of the year and would eventually be one of the biggest of all time. Here's a clip from the movie. Hold on to your butts. What? So good. So good. I have no idea where to even start with that. Ghostbusters? Space Jam? What do you think? What happened in 93? No, Ghostbusters was like the 80s. She's working it out. She's working it out. What do you think? Is it a Halloween movie? Um, No, it is not a Halloween. It would not be classified as a Halloween movie. Oh, I don't know. Austin Powers. Austin Powers, final answer. Sure. From 1993. Okay, Emily in St. Charles, how many do you think Casey got right today out of three? I'm going to say two. That is always a safe bet. Did she get two right? Casey. Casey. (laughs) All right, you want to go through them? Sure. That was a little bit tough. That was tough. Yeah, sorry about that. Every time it's back in your day, it's going to be tough because I simply wasn't there. Uh, the next one we do will be back in your day. Great. How about that? Howdy do. This is Peter McAllister, the father. Plaza Hotel Reservations, may I help you? Howdy do. This is Peter McAllister. That toy was indeed called the Talk Boy. It retailed at $29.99 and basically was just a tape recorder. Oh, cute. With a little microphone on it. Uh, name this movie from 1993. This isn't a game, pup. If you're coming... You're going to have to keep up. All right. Hey, don't worry about me. I got the stuff. It's you. I'm worried about it. It's indeed Homeward Bound. Whose voice is that? Is that Petey? Is that the bulldog looking one? Is his name's not Petey. Chance. Ch- Michael J. Fox. Wham, 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 wham. That voice. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. The, the last, the second voice in there? Yeah. That is Chance. Yeah. That's the Golden Retriever? That is not the Golden Retriever. That's... That is the American Bulldog. Okay. Uh, Chance and Shadow were played by four dogs, and Sassy was played by ten cats. Sassy. Isn't that fun? Yeah. All right. Last clip was... Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. One of the most famous lines from the movie, Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. Don't Life, know. Lifetime gross sales, $1.1 billion. It's in 34th place overall. Jurassic World is actually in number eight. Wow. Yeah, number eight. Uh, eighth place with $1.6 billion. So Jurassic World did better than the original. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Kane Brown and his wife Caitlin are back at it with another duet. Months after, well, maybe almost even a year after they released their first duet, Thank God You All Know It. Thank God. 
And that song won multiple awards. It sat at number one, got tons of streams and excitement from fans. And Kane Brown fans know that his wife, Caitlin, was actually the first one with a budding music career. But then whenever she started dating Kane, that's when he was really blowing up. Pretty soon they were married. Pretty soon they were having babies. He was on tour constantly. And so her music career really just kind of fell off. Yeah. She was in like what the dance top 40 kind of. Yes. I would definitely genre. put her in like a bubblegum poppy yeah, yeah. world. But um, then after they, after they released, thank God. It was like, boom, she was back on the map as a singer in a much bigger way than she ever was before. And now all of Kane's fans are her fans. So I think it was on Friday, they released a short clip from their new duet. And that duet is called Even Death Won't Do Us Apart. I did want to play you a bit of audio, the bit that they posted that got fans all riled up, except it's been deleted. No. Which can only mean a couple things. A... They were like, wait, we actually weren't going to put that one out. We don't want to get you guys too excited, so we're going to have to go their own. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, oh, they love it. Let's get them really, you know, teased up and we'll take it away. And that's we'll probably that's probably more the the angle that I would guess there. Thomas Rhett explained pretty well one time that he loves social media in the sense that like he can throw up three or four different songs that he's working on at the moment and see precisely how fans react to each of them firsthand so that he knows which one to release next or to yeah. release as a single. And I kind of think that was their plan for this. Get everybody talking about it. Yeah. Is it? Do you know if it's like upbeat or is it, is it like know. a ballad? I never got to hear it. All the posts and things are all gone. No description of the... You the know. description says it's another one. <clears throat> that okay. came. All right, well... Now I'm all wondering yeah. how long am I going to have to wait for this one, Kane? On Kane's last tour, and you probably saw when he was here in St. Louis, he started having Caitlyn come out and perform their first duet with him, thank God, because the song got so big. And I'm telling you, I think they are really setting themselves up to release a couple's EP yeah. or a collection of music together. Yeah, and then also setting her up for a solo album as well. Right, which I think is inevitable at this at this point. All of his fans are her fans. So I could totally see it coming. I would post it if they didn't delete it to our socials, but you should follow us anyway at 92.3 W-I-L. We've got not one, but two bi-state contestants in the mix. Uh, this one we're talking to today. She is from Foley, Missouri. 92.3 W-I-L, hello. Hey there, this is Ruby Lee. Ruby hello. Lee, good morning. How are you? I'm doing really good. How about you guys? We're just, you know, we're chilling. It's 31 mornings of Halloween here on the Remy and Casey show. And uh, we've just been kind of uh, talking all things haunted for the past week or so. And I feel like, you know, everybody knows you from The Voice now, but I feel like Foley, Missouri is probably pretty haunted. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> so Ruby Lee, if we didn't know you before, this city of St. Louis, St. Louis area is being reintroduced to you as you are on this season of The Voice. Do you want to tell us about your journey with that so far? Well, I did my blind audition, obviously. It went absolutely amazing, like better than I expected. All I wanted was one chair. That's all you need is one chair. That's kind of the mindset I went in with. But within that time, I was like, 
oh my gosh, no one's turning, you're horrible. Then after that, that's when John turned, then Reba shortly after, and, and then eventually all of them. You know, you're coming out of just a, a, a small town north of St. Louis, and now all of a sudden you've got Reba McIntyre and John Legend, and these guys staring you in the face on a TV show. What's that experience like? It was absolutely insane, honestly. All right, what team do you pick? I'm like, Oh my gosh, you still got to pick a team. You're not done. Um, <laughs> I come from such a small town, so I don't have a lot of like big opportunities like that here. Honestly, I don't think anyone from my town would expect me to do the things that I already did. That's what I was going to ask is how has this affected your life at home since coming back? It's definitely changed a lot of things. Like, like I started on TikTok with like, 240 followers. I think the night it aired, I gained 10,000 overnight, and now I have 140-something thousand Ooh. followers. And I've been doing this since I was nine and a half years old. To be able to do something like this, it's what I've wanted to do for so long, do something, take the next step, and now being able to do it is really amazing. That's the thing that everybody thinks. Okay, she's she's just gone from nothing to something overnight, but you've been grinding. You're doing 200 shows a year. We're super proud, I got to say, and yes. we hope that you uh, you maintain and, and uh, make sure that you're calling us throughout this entire journey for sure. Yeah, we're super excited to watch the live shows and see how everything goes throughout this season. Yeah, for sure, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, well, you have a great rest of the voice season and soak up all that comes along with it and we will be cheering you on from the sidelines. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. See ya. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes, brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we thank Russell Coulter, nominated by Mallory Caston. Dr. Coulter is the hospitalist at SCH. He also cares for most of the nursing home residents in our area. He retired from the clinic, but continues to serve Sparta in the hospital and nursing home seven days a week. A lover of people, animals, Jesus, and his wife. Thanks, Dr. Coulter. Here is your request song. It's George Strait on 92.3 WIL. Love without end. Amen. Remy and Casey on the way out today. Uh, I think we had a good day. We talked about the uh, Ozark Howler, the weird cat with horns or and or red wolf that has around the Ozarks area. So we've covered when it comes to Missouri monsters, we've covered the Missouri monster, the Momo and Foley. We've covered the uh, Phantom of Route 66. And now we've covered the Ozarks. I can only imagine what else is next. I do wonder if any other state feels as haunted. There's some, uh, there's some, uh, some other weird stuff happening in Missouri that we'll get to as we approach Halloween, which I'm very excited about. Uh, The 31 Mornings of Halloween continues on the show. Uh, We've also got John Party tickets all week. We're playing a fun little uh, Halloween party game at 7.30 all all this week, and I know that he's playing at Chaffetz Arena on Saturday. So what does that look for? Oh, because I was also realizing that we're giving away Dustin Lynch tickets. Dustin's not here until May, but yeah, John Party is here um, this Saturday. So you want to make sure that you're playing along at 7.30 a.m. It's going to be a good show. We want you to go uh, 7.30 again for that that contest. And then again at 8 for those Dustin Lynch tickets. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 92.3 WIL.